0: Before this episode begins, I just want to give a massive thank you to our amazing patron, Eve Gilligan, for all your support. Hello! Hello, how are you, sir? <laughs> I'm okay. I'm alright. Where do I put these? I'm gonna put them there. Um I've been out of the game for a minute, you know. <laughs> it's fucking I don't know how the fuck to do this anymore. Um <laughs> Hello everybody. Welcome back. Welcome back. Um, this is the final episode of season 2. Yes, indeed. Which is. is quite exciting. Um we're going to just do like a really quick one where we give like advice and like talk to people about. Yeah, we had a few people things.
1: messaging and all that good stuff, so just going to reply to what you've asked yeah. basically. So
0: let me get the thing up. Okay. So one thing that I've had is, so, they want to be kept anonymous, to be fair, it doesn't even have the name in yeah. anything. Um, and it's how to tackle low mood and anxiety, as well as internalised homophobia. Now, I will explain the situation. Yeah, I think, uh, Because... What is the latter part? So, basically, I... I received a message on Grindr the other day, right? Mm-hmm. From a random person, who w- was stressing about a lot of different things. They were like... On Grindr? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they were stressing about a lot of different things, but he was scared and convinced himself that this other guy had created like a video, had created like a video of of those two hooking up. And I was like, okay, I don't don't think that would have happened because if you're both discreet, if you're both like, you know, not out and stuff, that would be outing both of you. So I was like, I don't think there's gonna be a video. He was like, yeah, but you could have shown people, it's gonna ruin my life. I was like, but I also don't think that has happened. so, he was basically just asking me for a lot of advice on different things. And I was just like, you need to just, in the nicest way possible... Ask? Not even ask. Let it go. It's been over a year. And nothing has come of it yet.
1: I I think he might be not out then. He's not. Why would you be petrified of the potential of the video coming out? So he's obviously not yeah. open with himself about being you know, bisexual. A- and or this homosexual.
0: is the thing. So, I think... He was talking to me and he was like, oh, I know that I am bisexual, but I can't, I can't come out, I don't want to come out because my family are really religious. And I was like, I understand that to an extent, but they're your family and they will still love you regardless. And if they don't, then you cross that bridge and you come to it and things like that. And that's kind of what it means by like the internalised homophobia part of it, because he is too scared to accept the fact that he's gay. And it's happened with all of us. Like it's happened with loads of gay people. Like I was for a long time very scared to actually come out to my family and I was, you know, keeping it all in and not telling anyone things like that. When I did actually come out, it turned out that actually no one no one Everyone cared. Knew. And not like in not in a bad way of like no one cared, but no one cared to the point that it was like they're not gonna disown me or kick me out or things like that. And I think it can be difficult to to manoeuvre. It can be difficult to kind of um, think about okay I can actually come out and all that kind of stuff but once it happens genuinely it's such a freeing experience is
1: that that guy off Grinder who up that that, that yeah.
0: questioning. so oh. he was like um he was like I don't really want to continue talking to Grindr I was like fine he was like do you have Instagram I was like yes um, and then I told him about the podcast and I told him about um, all of that and he was yeah. like well you know, I, I'll have a listen to the podcast. I think he's listened to a few. Dropping, so you drop dropping i and saying, and you're plugging it, you <laughs> plugging <course>, it. <laughs> of course, You know, you want my help? Yeah, I can give you some help. Like, subscribe. watch the podcast? <laughs> um, and yeah, so he was basically just asking me for advice on different things. And in the end, like, he got the conclusion he wanted. Like, he did actually end up finding this person and speaking to him and being like, did this happen? And the guy confirmed this never happened, there was never a video, all of that. Basically, everything that I had said to him, I think hearing it well, directly
1: from... So just, just to set him off again, this guy's probably lying, because it is illegal to do that. Well,
0: so. this, this is what I said to him as well. I was like, even if even if this, if he spoke to this guy and he said there was no video, anyone could lie to you?
1: Yeah,
0: 100%. <laughs> so, I'm glad you got the answer that you wanted.
1: Well, what, what about the low mood part? What's he mean by that? So,
0: I think because of... Because of the fact that he thought about this video and, like, was so worried that this video was a thing, it caused him to have, like, severe low mood for, like... What the fuck fuck is low mood? He basically was saying to me that he was, like... Yeah, I think so. He was, like, oh, I haven't slept properly. I haven't, like, been eating properly. I've lost so much weight in the last year. All that kind of stuff. So I think as a result of him... That's not low mood. That's him finding his
1: inner demons. And when I say demons, I mean him trying to come to terms with his sexuality. Mm. So, really... He just needs to be honest with himself, and be honest with his family, because that's what—that's the issue. Like, this is the whole issue: is his insecurity and fear of coming out to his family. Yeah. So he just needs to be honest with himself and come out as un- bisexual and go to his family. Yeah. Granted, if say if he's Catholic or especially if he's Muslim, etc., might be a bit more difficult. But at the end of the day, it doesn't really matter because they're still gonna love you. Some yeah. people, obviously, depending on your religion, might be a bit, dis you know, of course, but. If you are in trouble they're always going to come to help you yeah
0: and that's the thing like fundamentally your family and friends care about you and they want the best for you um so it is hard to like get your head around and it is hard to maneuver but honestly as someone who's been through that experience like coming out is the best thing that you can do as a young gay person because it genuinely just feels like a weight has been lifted and People
1: don't actually care. <laughs> and plus society's moved on so much. Yeah. F- in the
0: last few years alone, let alone fucking, you know. so That's the thing. Like, everyone is, like, on a, on a more general scale, on a larger scale, everyone's a lot more liberal now when it comes to things like, you know, the LGBTQ plus community, like. And pretty much everyone is fucking everyone, so it doesn't yeah. really matter. <laughs> Fuck who you want. <laughs> who cares?
1: Uh, have you, did you get any, like, individual ones? No. I got a few serious more 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 like from the friends that are how can I save up this much amount of money in this time and also like I wanna leave the country but I don't know where to go and it's like well if you don't know where to go then i don't know where to go.
0: Yeah.
1: And like? yeah. oh we've had some I had I had a couple uh in terms of like uh how do you how 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 do you deal with loss and shit like that.
0: Mm. Would you can but I, I guess that's one of those things that you're never taught yeah. how to deal with that yeah, stuff. Yeah, that's like what I'm mean, saying. It's a bit different. Everyone deals with things differently. Yeah.
1: So Goes through
0: it. Yeah. You've you just got to go through, through it in your life. own way. And I think yeah. that's that's honestly the only thing that I think we can say about that one. Yeah. You know, just yeah, that's what I'm saying. The way. questions yeah. I asked
1: was not even fucking worth mm. answering. Even for like us three as well. Yeah.
0: You just gotta go You've it. just got to go through it. You've just got to go through it in, in whatever way yeah. you see fit there's no right or wrong way to to mourn you know it's just brown bread. It's just, yeah it's just something that yeah. you have to do it cultivate with. a sort of supportive environment around you yeah fuck that now yeah. solo it <coughs> <coughs> Jesus Christ. That's solo me. To even, yeah. it, even if you don't use them at least they're there I don't think I do that
1: I just chill I do my own thing I come back I come back around and but then
0: I guess again if that's your way of dealing with things mm-hmm. and that's your way of dealing with things but, as I say, there's no... But right that's but I,
1: I think, I think... We'll talk about it. But I
0: think um,
1: the person... Uh, whatever this is here, because I think whoever we look here is the person you are. This, this is just a buddy. Um, we're all programmed differently up top. So, some people might need like, family members or friends. Mm. And some people, like, I understand my emotions and body more than that anyone could tell me how yeah. to. So I'll process it how I have to process
0: it. Yeah. That's how I, how I that makes you. sense. Um we did get a good one actually and I don't think I don't think she will care if we say her name. Um oh, we have to say the name? Huh? We don't have to say the name. We don't have to say the name. Um but we got we got a good question from a good friend of ours. Um so okay there's a question here um again from a good friend. Do you think I need to get my shit together by 30? I think this question is it's one of those that there isn't really like a one size fits all answer for this question. Because there's a part of me that says, yeah, probably. But there's also a part of me that looks at it in a very different way. But before I go into my deep dive, what do you think? Well, most billionaires have, have like, you know, Kentucky.
1: <laughs> uh, like, all jokes aside, all like, most people who made it massive were... were well, obviously, they've been like, super it's been Harvard and all that chopped out, were made after their 30s. So it depends what you mean by get your shit together. So if, say, for example, say if you're into drugs... <coughs> right, say, say it's like drugs or alcohol, and you're like, oh, I'm, I'm, I'm an addict, needs to stop doing that shit. Then, yeah, you need to stop it by 30. Um, if you're just like, oh, I'm bad with money, well, then, yeah, you need to fix it by 30, because you don't want to be in so much debt that for the rest of your life, are paying off your debt. So, it really depends what you mean by getting your shit together. If you mean like having a job, having a family, and all that stuff,
0: it doesn't need to be 30. It yeah. just depends <coughs> what you mean by 30. And this is exactly what I was going to say like, everyone's definition of get their shit together is very different. Like, as you've rightfully said, if you're someone that, you know, wants to be bet with money or lose weight or this, that, the other, you know, then maybe, yes, 30 is a good milestone to hit to get all that sorted. But in terms of, as you've said again, like, having a family and all this stuff, kind of, it, it, it's, it's not always feasible for everyone. You're not necessarily going to have the resources, the money, the availability, whatever, to do all these things. If getting shit together means having a, a good job, again, what does a good job mean? Because a good job is just a job that Helps you pay the bills, yeah. helps you pay for what you need to pay for. So it is one of those that's like, you know, I think, I think if you'd asked me this question 10, 15 years ago, I'd have gone, yeah,
1: yeah, married, you kids, need to have a house, you need to do all this shit. Now you
0: get to, here, not... but I think because at that age, we see 30 as like, oh my god, that's really old. We're 25, like, I don't feel old. And I don't think 30
1: is an old age. See, I was, I was convinced and talking about like your know, mindsets and shit. You know how this is going to sound Absolutely out of pocket, but this out, I think. You know why you got some people that are grown adults that like kids and shit? I think their brain age stops developing at a certain age, so they get attracted to that and stay, they grow up in the old, older person's body. So yeah. I think for us, our brain age is probably like have a 22, 23 year old or whatever. We're all 25, doesn't really matter. So then we're. So we're kind of conscious of ourselves. So we're yeah. like, um, I still feel young because I don't feel old. Does that makes sense? So yeah. When you think of it like that, it's like, you. Uh, if you're thinking older than your age, then of course you need to get your shit together. But yeah. if you're thinking in the present now and you realise the landscape of the world and the country, the economy, you're doing pretty well, so don't worry about it.
0: Yeah. Like, I I know some 30-year-olds that, are in a situation where they have their own like their own house and a good income and kids and things like that. But I also know some thirty-year-olds that don't have that. But am I saying that this, the second thirty-year-old because they don't have a house and kids, are they any worse than the first one? Well, no, because everyone's individual situations are different as well. Maybe this thirty-year-old got what they got because they inherited it or or it was given to them or whatever, and that's still fine. But that doesn't make them any better than this person who doesn't have that. You know, I know some 30 girls that still live with their parents. And again, that's fine. Because in the situation that you might be in, maybe you can't afford to move out. Maybe you're not able to find a really well-paying job mm-hmm. to be able to do all these things. So it is one of those where it's more of an individual thing. The, I can't generally answer and say, yes, by 30, you should have a shit together.
1: Well, look, everyone's got different start points than them, points out there, really. Yeah. So. And plus we're not gonna be on Earth forever. So if you can buy your house and have it pay off the mortgage, month by the Pay off the mortgage by the time you're forty-fifty and can retire and just get a shitty job. Well not a shitty job, just a job that pays and maintains the house and the bills and food and stuff. That would be that shit off complete. The thing is nowadays everyone wants to go above and beyond that means, mm. which is why everyone is so stressed about doing certain things, going certain places. If you just say to yourself I want to buy a house at this X amount have a kid or two kids have a job and pay, once you pay off your mortgage you only need about 20,000 pound a month job for f- bills and food
0: mm.
1: and if you have got a partner as well and you've got 40k coming into the house that pays for everything yeah so when you re- when you really <coughs> think about it if you weren't materialistic and just had like enough to survive basically you've own your house you can get food and you've got a shelter what more do you need? So that—that's yeah. the definition of success. Success and having your shit together, in
0: my opinion. But also, I think <clears throat> it's really difficult because, as well, thirty is such like a niche age, and as morbid as it sounds, not everyone's going to get to that age. So you can you can think about yeah, I'm going to get my shit together by the time thirty. You can start getting your shit together, and then you may not be here, and, and that's the thing. So it's like. You know, then do you start thinking oh, actually that I need to get my shit together by 20, by mm. 25? But you know, it, it, there's no real age that you can pinpoint and say, I need to have everything mm. together by this because you don't know how long you're going to be. Yeah. I and mean, exactly. for. that's the issue. Because so they're trying to, totally like, ah, oh, don't
1: know how long I'm going to live, let's spend my money, or money saves the future because you know, so it's just, yeah. it just depends, subjective really. But as a I'd say, no, you don't need your to do shit together by 30.
0: Yeah, I think as a as a kind of general answer, no, I don't think you do. Unless you want to, and obviously, again, everyone's idea of getting their shit together is very different, so if that's what you want, cool, do it, but I don't think, as a general, you need to have your shit together by 30. No. So, good question. Mm, well, I like that well. one. I think it's one that you can really think about. Yeah. yeah. I mean, like, oh, delve well, into long,
1: things. Well done, person.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> as I say, I don't think she'll care, but if we mention her, but we just won't for... Anonymity purposes, GDPR like and all that. Yeah, um, there was another one from. <laughs> 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 all right, so we've got one from one of our listeners. Um,
1: he will not be named, and neither will the other person in question, of course. He wants to get back with his ex. <laughs> I, obviously, we've all been there. And <coughs> the issue is, I think what happens is you have you have your first kind of love, and. Because you haven't experienced love like it you're trying to compare other situations to it but well, then at that time you were what 16 to 20 ish so even in that period of time you're still going through life puberty experiencing different things and obviously she was there for you so as you were tr- tr- like transitioning into being a man you had this one woman but it's just not healthy to live in the past that It's been a gun now. It's been like, over oh, five, six years. You've had more <sighs> different partners. She's had different partners. Just let like bygones be bygones. Like, yes, she's pretty, and you're your happiest and all that with her. But that was in the past, and you broke up for a reason. So I decided to just leave it, man. No. Just focus on yourself. Go to the gym. Eat well. Do well in your job. And then if it's meant to be, she'll come back to you. But if she don't, she don't, and you'll getting an off, get a different one. So, yeah, that fucked me up. It was just, it that fucked true, me up it? that did.
0: It's true though. It's true. It, that was a really good answer. Thank you. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> that I don't know how to brought it to you. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, it's true though. Like you know, you can't you can just yeah 100%. keep it in the past. I think it is one of those things that we have to move forward, um, as hard as it might be. And to be fair, you give me the same advice before yeah. based on. in my past Um, okay so we've got one kind of last general thing to give advice on Um, and that's about jobs and how to get jobs how to keep jobs progression all that kind of stuff so I've since I was 16 I've been working I've had quite a few different jobs and you know it's one of those things where people in my life have told me you should be in a job for at least a year to an extent I agree but it depends on the person on the job. If you're really not enjoying the job, like if you wake up every day and go, I hate this job, I don't see myself doing it long term, there's no point putting yourself through it for a whole year just for the sake of your CV. I think as long as you've got a good enough reason as to why you left the job or why you you know, didn't want to be in that job or whatever, it it should be fine and if people ask because not not everyone like asks that question in the actual interview um, so like for me so I I started a new job in May and I enjoyed it and it, it was good but I just didn't see myself long term doing that job like you know I took a bit of a pay cut from my previous job and it just it, it wasn't able to help me kind of with my lifestyle and yeah. paying the bills and all that kind of stuff so there was nothing it was nothing to do with hatred of the job or anyone in the job or anything like that I just long term wasn't able to see myself continuing to do that job so I was only in that job for three months mm-hmm. and I've just got a new job now my parents were like oh but you know isn't that going to look bad on your CV and it's like I, I don't think so do you have to add it to your CV? so I, I've added it to my CV because it is good in terms of experience <coughs> yeah. and I did learn a lot from that job about loads of different things not just for life but for like actual other job skills as well. So I think I've added it to my CV for that reason. I can kind of understand why they're saying that. But if I was the kind of person that I had this job for three months and I left, and I had this job for three months and I left, if it was like that, Continuous different. Job hopping, different. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But because i had had previous jobs for like two years, two and a half years, one year, things like that, I don't actually think this one, I guess, anomaly yeah. is going to stand out that much that's going to hinder people from wanting to hire me. Again, I've, I've had people that just haven't enjoyed their jobs and have talked to me and they've been like, yeah, but I feel bad because I can't just change my job here and there. And it's like, but you can. And you need to. Like, Com- if you if can not, you can't. Kind of- yeah, you can and you can't. Like, I, I genuinely feel like, as I said at the start, if, if that job that you're in doesn't fulfil you to the point that you thought it would and doesn't allow you to live the life that you want to live, then you need to look for other things. And you mm-hmm. need to try and find something that will help. Um, if it's one of those jobs that's like, you only find it a little bit annoying and it's just like, you can handle it and you can deal with it, then I would say stick it out for as long as you can. Yeah. And then once it gets unbearable, then look for other things. But again, I think it's based on person to person what that looks like.
1: Well, you spend more time with the people you work with than your own family, really, if you think about it. You should work from Monday to Friday and all that stuff. You spend, what say, nine to five. So, yeah. so you spend more time with people at work than you do at home. Mm. So your work environment needs to be the, the key. needs to be number one because yeah. you spend more time there. And then obviously it comes to uh, work-life balance, pay and all that good stuff. So if you're not fulfilling them four things and then they'll always find a new job, there's always going to be something out there. Yeah. I think the problem is with some people is that say one industry, they'll stick to that one industry without ever branching out. So mm-hmm. they think I can only be, for example, admin. If I can only be admin here, here, here. Whereas if you... Step outside the box and just try to say, oh, I don't fucking know, uh, recruitment or yeah, something like that. Just step outside the box, just get kind of experience because then on CV it looks like you have a variety of different skills that you might not necessarily think are important, but then someone is looking for a certain thing, like, why oh, she's done this, but well, he's done that. Yeah. It just adds to you. Like, it's like a bow. The more strings you got, the stronger you are with the fucking arrow in it. So, yeah. I think just... Just go out there. Just do whatever you want. There's loads of jobs. There's plenty of money out there. Just find a thing for you. It's uh, just one of them. It's pretty fucking easy.
0: Yeah, and that's the thing. It It is one of those things where, as I say, I learned a lot in that three months that I was at um, my previous job. And that's things like, when it comes to like maintenance stuff, I was booking in people for like different maintenance things. And now when it comes to like the flat, I can go, okay, if I'm being quoted this much for a door or yes. this or that, I can go, oh, actually, am I being shafted? Am I... Being given the right quote here, yeah. Because I had that previous job, I can go. Oh, actually, usually they would charge about this much for that kind of work. Yeah. So, am I being shafted here? But also, it's helped me like with other admin skills and and like speaking to landlords and all that kind of stuff. So there are lots of skills that I've learned from that job that have helped me now get this job. Yeah. So even though I was there for three months, I You've was there for three months, and I got you got knowledge. Yeah. Got especially when
1: you're to a new job, you open to everything, you're just absorbing all the information. Mm-hmm. Like I was at my previous job for less than three, three months. Yeah. It was, uh, being a surveyor, that wasn't surveying. I was just a constant sitting at your desk doing reports. Then on a Thursday, you just go to the site, pick up the delivery tickets and the timesheets and come back to the office and just sit in front of a computer. That is not surveying. That is just being a data processor, which is good if I ever want to go to data entry. Mm-hmm. But it's also not what you applied for. But it's not while I was Applied for one was t- sold in the interview. Yep. So if you haven't paint a picture in your head and you have got the job description in front of you, and then the job you're actually doing is completely different, then you have every right to leave. Mm-hmm. And to be fair, with UK law in terms of employment, for the fu- you don't mean jack shit to that company for two years. They can get <laughs> they can get rid of you anytime they want, and don't have to pay you anything in terms of oh sorry we're d- making it redundant or anything. You mean nothing to it. So yeah. Think wise, yeah.
0: Yeah, but you know that's that's the advice that I can give on that one. Um, and that kind of concludes all of the advice that that we have to offer people. Um, we hope it's been beneficial. Obviously, we're not we're not professional fucking psychologists or anything. You know, I did do psychology at A level, though. (laughs) I did not. Um, but I, I do feel like we're good at giving this kind of advice. Yeah, we've been through it. Yeah, we've been <laughs> through this kind of stuff. So um, I hope it has helped. I hope it has like been informative and, and things like that. Um, Any closing words? Thank you for watching. See you next time. Bye.